RSL advances to the knockout stages of the League's Cup, and Brian Ojeda is officially an RSL player. You're listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast. everyone welcome back to another episode of here at the riot this is your host josh and with me is my co-host dax how you doing dax i'm doing pretty good josh it's a, a nice evening in lehigh utah it was supposed to rain today but it didn't hmm. I was it's raining of... here well that's not that out of the ordinary no, okay, that's the norm. But it's downright gloomy, I tell ya. Do you just walk outside and you can feel the gloom? Yeah. Wait. Today, it was like that. Oh. I was like, oof. I literally took a nap today after work, and I it was only because it's just been, like, gloomy all day. So it just like, makes me tired, man. I don't know. It's weird. I know, I know in Alaska in summer, like, the days are super long, but can you, like, even tell because it's so cloudy outside? When it's like this, no. Oh. On sunny days, yeah. But right now, our days are almost to the length yours are. Oh. We're losing daylight quickly. It's like a... I don't know what I was going to say. A wavelength. Mm, Got that high like, um, amplitude. Sunrise this morning was at 5 a.m. Got the whipping out those physics terms on you for all of you who are physics <laughs> fans. Sunset at 9:15. I don't. I think that's probably a little bit longer of a day than in Utah. No, but... yeah, it's like 8:10 right now. We still probably got uh, not an hour, but you know, a good half hour left. So that's that seems about right. Yeah. When at the like when you go to the RSL games, it doesn't get dark until like eight thirty in the summer. Hmm. So not that Little special. Utah summers. Alaska's <laughs> not that special. Just kidding. Agreed. Oh, <laughs> it's the last frontier, the last one. But anyways. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't name it. Anyways, um, we are here with your latest RSL news. And I guess we can consider this news because it's not really a result for RSL. But RSL moves on in the League's Cup. Because Oh, yeah. We did such a good job of watching Seattle get destroyed. <laughs> I, I mean, I was a little bit nervous there. For, I don't know about you. I was a little bit nervous there for a second. Because, I mean, for those of you yeah. who watched the game and watched the first 12 minutes of it, you would think that Seattle was going to beat um, Monterey by a lot. Um, and at that point, I was just praying that they wouldn't stop at three. <laughs> they, they'd just keep going. Um, but that's what I thought. I thought either Seattle's gonna just like have a really great game and win by a lot, or Monterey's gonna come back. back. Yeah, and uh, that's what ended up happening. Monterey did come back. They ended up winning four two, which I mean, I think we can both agree. At least I think that Monterey is probably the best team in the tournament. Yeah, I don't think it's even close either. Yeah. I think Monterey's by far the best team, and I think that they're going to win it all. No, because Seattle's... Uh, not Seattle. Seattle. Seattle's out. RSL's going to beat them in the quarterfinals. I do think we have a good chance of a rematch in the quarterfinals. And we, but... we can talk about that. What what their path looks like um, mm-hmm. when we talk about their next game. But RSL has qualified for the next round. Um, 
and bye-bye Seattle. Although, I mean, Seattle has not been doing well as of late, but a lot of people were calling RSL's group the group of death. So mm-hmm. I think that there were, you know, there's a lot of talk about which was the hardest group out there. I think RSL's was one of the hardest, if not the hardest. And I think that extends beyond just the group because our region yeah. is the most difficult. Monterey, Leon, RSL, LAFC. Um, who am I forgetting? Vancouver. Those are the, yeah, Vancouver. I I'm not too worried about. But like any four of those teams could advance out of the West. And I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, it is very, very tough. Whereas the other regions, it's like uh, Miami or Pachuca. Those are probably the favorite, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it's like Philadelphia is probably going to advance out of their region because there's no one super threatening over there, you know? So Did, Did New England make it out? They made it out, right? Yes. Look at this bracket. Let me just pull it up here. They did. Where's the bracket? Actually, Doyle had an article about like who the contenders were and who he thought could win it. He did not have RSL in there, mm. but he did have New England Revolution, Nashville, Toluca, and I was like, really? <laughs> You'd win it all. I understand New England. New England yeah. was doing really well. Um, I did, there were a few teams up there that I was really surprised he had them above RSL, and I think that he just is overreacting a little bit to the uh, the Monterey, the Monterey loss. loss, like everyone else. Uh huh. I think a lot of people are overreacting to that, and it's like that was literally like a super close game, and everything but scoreline. Yeah, and. I think that I don't think that RSL is gonna come away like at least like watching the game. I don't think RSL came away from that like demoralized at all. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because that's how I feel as a fan. But I don't think that they're demoralized in the sense of like, oh shoot, like <laughs> I knew we were bad, and you know, like they they still have the confidence of you know a team that went on like a super good run um in you know before before the tournament so i don't think that they're going to like um i don't i don't think that they're necessarily going to lose because of that i think that they still have the confidence and they'll still play well going forward mhm oh tigres yeah, that's Tigris. the other team that he that had. I was forgetting. Oh, oh yeah, oh no, yeah. Tigris is good too. Like, yeah, the fact that we just have a super difficult path to the yeah. final in this one. It's not great, but so, yep. Um, RSL is set to play their next game, um, against Leon. On August 3rd, that is Thursday. We're recording this on Tuesday, August 1st. So that's two days away. Um, and we can go more into depth about that and kind of their path that they would have to take to the finals, should they make it there. Um, but yeah, that's some exciting news. Um, Eat. Now, we've got some transfer news as well. I feel like this episode's going to be kind of a shorter episode because we don't have any results to go over. Um, but, got some transfer news. So, first of all, RSL is going to sign, or have they already signed? Well, they, they would have had to because the transfer window closed. Um, they have signed...
Sean Petrie, who is like 16? Yeah. He... Well, the, and this was the Monarch, not RSL. Oh. Yeah. The Monarch signed <laughs> Sean Petrie, um, who is a U.S. youth national team player for the U16s and also participated in the uh, FC Barcelona Academy in Arizona. Is that what I saw? Yeah. So which used to be the RSL Academy. It used to be the RSL Academy and it got bought out by FC Barcelona. Well, the those facilities in Arizona that was where the RSL Academy used. Oh. Uh, I don't know how it all went down, but Yes. Well, that's kind of cool stuff. that Barcelona was like, "Hey, we like your your youth operation you got going on down here." I guess I don't know how it yeah how that happened, but anyways, so yeah, he's a really good youth prospect, and I I think a lot of people are were excited about him, especially for the U.S. youth national team. Um, but. I mean, yeah, I think that's a good signing for RSL. Well, the Monarchs. I keep saying RSL. Like, obviously, that's the what they have eyes towards is him eventually playing for um, the first team. And being 16 years old, there's a good chance that he will get minutes for the first team eventually. Um, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I don't really know anything about him, but... Nope. Sounds good on paper, so we're Thumbs here up. for it. <laughs> yeah. Um so in in other transfer news, there were rumors um that an RSL youth um not necessarily a youth player, but a young prospect was going to go to on loan to Ireland. Um, well, we don't know if it was on loan or just forever, right? Or was it on loan? No, they didn't specify. They said that they would maybe play in Ireland. They would maybe play in Ireland. So we don't know exactly what that means. But it looks like that it's Jaziel Orozco because he was on loan to some Liga MX side and he had been playing with their um, their development team. Um, yeah. But you said his dad posted a picture of him underneath the Irish flag. Which has since been deleted, that oh, tweet. It. Who? Controversy. The, dr the drama. <laughs> oh, no. He yeah. posted it before he was supposed to. He had it queued up, saved as a draft, and then accidentally hit submit. Yeah, I have no clue what's yeah. going on. But it seems like the rumors were about Orozco. So, so I know you. Maybe, I know you. You told me you thought it was Yakasin that maybe he was gonna go. Mm -hmm. um, but because it couldn't be any of the guys that are getting regular first team chances. No, nah, yeah, it wouldn't be like wouldn't Luna, make sense to me. Wouldn't be Gomez. Like, Hidalgo. Yeah. I don't think any of them would go. Especially I thought maybe. Sorry. Barnsworth. If he ever gets but, uninjured. Well, supposedly he's healthy right now. <laughs> Knock on wood. Not, not, I don't... <laughs> I, I, I have a, a, a minor conspiracy theory. The man named... What's his name? Zach Farnsworth? That mm -hmm. man doesn't actually exist. <laughs> it, it, it is a money laundering scheme or something... He's not actually real. He is an AI-generated person. At least his picture is. And I will. I've not... seen pictures of him. Yeah, they're <laughs> all AI-generated. No one can. Do you know where he is right now? Exactly. Because he's <laughs> not real. And I will not believe it until I see him on the field in person at America's First Field. All right. That's that's your <laughs> daily conspiracy theory. And none of this, none of this. Oh, he's injured again. Come on, man. 
How how gullible do you think we are? <laughs> he did play a match for us Lies. in the league I'm... league's cup showcase. I last don't. Year. I don't remember it. Mm. He wasn't there. Got Actually, long no, shaggy I hair. I don't think I watched that game live. That was the <gasps> that was the when Aaron Herrera. Herrera, yeah. From even further back than Pablo Ruiz did. This yep. Season, if you can believe that. We should rate players based on their furthest goal score, and just try and sign people that have scored like from really really far away. Dude, I think McMath could score from his own eighteen. Will be a team of snipers, <laughs> just shooting constantly from like your keeper. Better not leave the area. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall asleep back there, because oh, we just... could score from anywhere. Oh, here's another one. Just testing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. You know, I I wonder yeah. how. Like honestly, I don't think we'd score that much because most keepers aren't that stupid to play the. We whole would just score a ton on DC, dude. We'd score like three, three a game, but it'd be worth it because we'd win every <laughs> yeah. game against DC three two. We'd get the ball back immediately, boom, goal. We would lose to every other team because the keeper would just stay back, and then Tyler Miller would be like, "Rooney, I don't want to," and he's like, "Get up there, <laughs> run, you sweeper, you sweeper. You're an all star keeper. keeper, dang it." <laughs> Was he really an all star? Yeah, because Rooney selected him. <laughs> yeah. He picked his own guy, and everyone was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> if that's not nepotism. <laughs> it is I most definitely nepotism. That he is... also picked Benteke, which I felt he was a little bit more deserving than Tyler Miller. but Well, at least he's a big name. Like, Yeah. Gosh, how many times? <sighs> whatever, I'm not going to get into that. That's... We don't... <laughs> As yeah. infuriating as the all-star game, all-star selection is, let's not get into that right now. Um, right. I think this next thing is the biggest piece of news. Um, but Taylor Twellman actually tweeted that RSL reached an agreement with Nottingham Forest to permanently sign Ryan Ojeda. And I think it was a two-year contract. To 2025. Yeah. Through 2025. So. Yeah, the RSL official page has announced it as well, too. Oh, so it's official. Yeah. Brian Ojeda is here to stay. Um, and that means that he stays, he remains a U22 initiative. Beautiful. You For love roster to see purposes. <laughs> so less money, I mean, less, I mean, not less money, but like less salary cap. Takes right. up less salary cap. So, um, Josh, what what's your now that Ojeda is going to stay? What is your opinion on him, and where do you find him in the depth chart? Two thumbs up. Very good. He's got a high ceiling, and he's playing really well right now. And uh, depth chart wise, like fighting for that second spot i think right now he has it he's like two and a half yeah i mean we I also mean, the, we got, the ruiz ojeda pairing's been good so and we also haven't seen a lot of um palacio yet so it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see where he kind of nestles in um but yeah he the the ruiz ojeda pairing has been really good, and I also think that was one of their of the brightest spots. Um, was the midfield, and how good they were at maintaining possession in the Monterey game. Yeah, and that was you know mainly due to Ruiz and and Ojeda, um, quickly becoming. I mean that's. Yeah. Sorry. I was just gonna say quickly <laughs> becoming one of the best midfields in the league, in my opinion, but. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd like the transition, the shift in momentum this year. Like what changed? The biggest change I think from when we were losing 4-0 to teams to looking like a decent team was the midfield just finally got it together. 
Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't think that they were going to be able to do it with a two-man midfield, but Pablo Mascherini and the players have made it work, and yeah, we look good. So, I do wonder if now that Ojeda's official, if this gives us tactical flexibility in the midfield. Um, I'm not sure if that's going to be Pablo Mastroini's thing because he may value the partnership over like the players themselves. Yeah. But I think everyone knows that Ruiz is a little bit weaker defensively than Ojeda and most likely Palacio. Like, again, haven't seen a ton of Palacio, but the theoretically what I'm thinking is, you know, if we're expecting a really defensive game where we might not be possessing, you could roll out an Ojeda Palacio midfield. That's more yeah. defensive minded, like two destroyers out there and you lose a little bit of the creativity from Ruiz, but you also lose a little bit of the defensive liability that he brings. And but, the ability to smash it from way far out. Well, Palacio can smash it from way far That's out. Also he true. almost scored. <laughs> and supposedly Ojeda can too. I haven't seen it yet in game. Man, it's crazy that he doesn't have a goal for us yet. He's almost scored uh-huh. a bunch of times. He keeps trying that like curling shot that Savarino always hits, mm-hmm. but his like don't have quite as much whip on him, and they've been saved up until now, but he's at least a threat. You know, but dude, that that one Palacio shot, that was a rocket. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I'm that excited. got me excited. Yeah. For sure. So, well, where do you think that what what do you think happens to Laffelson now? Do you think that he stays with the team? Do you think that we end up trading him somewhere or selling him? Because he, I mean, at one point, I think we both thought that he was probably our best option in midfield. Um, but I mean, we just spent money and now he's not, um, yeah, I, well, I don't think he's leaving this window. No, yeah, not, well, the window's closed, so he can't, unless he's already yeah. gone and we don't know about it. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on whether he's happy being a role player or whether he wants starter minute. Yeah. Well, we because... could always we could always try playing him at wing back again, because you know that was his position that he <laughs> maybe he played before coming to RSL, and we that are would thin be on very wing interesting. Back. I honestly think he'd do a good job if he became like our left wing back. Sure, or behind like, Brody, or like yeah, like a like an Anelli type player. Normally, I would be like, no, it would never happen, but Anelli, it worked. Well, that like that's what he uh, played in college, though. Like, he has a lot more experience as a wingback than he does as a center mid. Right. Well, I, I'm just thinking that the issue for me is that he probably played, played right wingback, and we need yeah. a left back, not a right back. <laughs> it's we the have same thing. tons of coverage at it's right back. It's the same thing. It's just on a different side. It is, but Josh, in FIFA you can switch the the wings to a different side yes. and they're fine. They don't give you the little exclamation point that says they're out of position. Well, you can do that with Brody, but we've never played <laughs> Bodie Hidalgo on the left. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't think there's I don't, a reason. I don't trust Bodie Hidalgo to play right back sometimes. So <laughs> Hey, he's been on a good stretch. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, he's been... been passable the last yes. few times he's played, so. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, RSS midfield looking good, as well as, honestly, all of their other positions. I, What do you think their weakest position is right now? Because I'm honestly tempted to say wing back or left back. Yeah left back i think because like we have you know one and a half people who play left back i are you counting i've been thinking about this if if we buy another player 
like the next upgrade should be a left back or a center back. And it all depends on what their long-term plans are for Vera. If he is, if we want to play him as a center back, then we should get a left back. But if we're only playing him as center back because Silva has been really injured this season, then we need to go get another center back so he can start getting minutes at left back. Yeah. And I'm not entirely sure which is his best position. Um, he, he has some good qualities for center back. Dies the aggression. Sometimes I wonder about his decision making at yeah. center back though. And then at left back, um, you know, he's shown the ability to get forward, but he is like way behind our other wingbacks mm-hmm. in terms of offensive ability. And uh, that's pretty obvious. Like, mm-hmm. and the funny thing is, I think that like when he plays center back and occasionally makes roaming runs forward, I think it like actually really opens up play for us because no team is used to a center back making an advanced yeah. run. Uh huh. <laughs> and he doesn't have to be fancy with it because like we have numbers advantages and so teams are a little bit at a loss for what to do but yeah the the times he's played left back this season in the attack he has been lacking yeah so i i don't know like there are gaps in his game as center back there are gaps in his game as a left back we just need to pick one Mm -hmm. and stick with it, and then fortify the other position. But that left side of defense is where I would say. Yeah. And honestly, I would tell you right now, I don't think that we're going to play him at left back. I think he's a center back through and through. And it's exactly for the reasons that you said. Just with the way that RSL plays and their wingbacks getting forward, Vera just doesn't really fit into that Mm -hmm. as a left back. He's... He's too slow, and that's not a that's not a bad thing. But it like, could you imagine him playing wing back against like Monterey, for example? He would. I feel like he just would have gotten destroyed. But yeah, well, he he kind of got destroyed. He got destroyed back. as a center back, but like <laughs> you know, it's yeah. I don't think Oviedo was doing him any favors, but yeah, I don't know. And it, I have a hard time believing that his footwork will ever be as good as like Emeka Anelli's or Andrew mm-hmm. Brody's. Oh yeah, it's you know. I think he's like, gonna be a a center back mainstay. Mm-hmm. In which case, I would like us to get a left back. I I agree. We need a left back. Maybe we should. We have tried sold to do <laughs> Aaron Herrera. You know. I forgive me, Donny Toya. Dude, okay, I was, <laughs> I was saying this back when we sold Donnie Toya. I'm like, we don't have anyone to fill his position, and we still really don't. I mean, we've got Oviedo, but he can't he can't go the minutes that Donnie Toya could. Oviedo's the only player we brought in. Yeah, that can since we sold Oviedo. I have literally been saying this. Since yeah. the dawn of time. <laughs> it's funny. We brought in Oviedo, and then we moved Brody from right back to left back. That's what we've done. Uh-huh. Well, and we signed Vera and said, he can play center back or left back. And, and then, then we played, played him yeah. almost exclusively at center back. So, hmm. Dude. But. I'm with you yeah. there. <laughs> but. Anyways good problems to have i still think that brody and oviedo as left backs are good enough to to let us compete for trophies so so oviedo's got a sweet cross i can't deny it he's got a handful of assists he does i mean wasn't he a wing when he played for everton yeah 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 both both brody brody and Oviedo are probably our best attacking wingbacks. If oh, I'm for being sure, honest. for sure. Well, I mean, I think Hidalgo has potential to be 
and I say that mostly because he's not very good defensively. So, like, he better be good offensively, or else why is he on the field? Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's yeah. one of those that played wing, and, and we transitioned. were trying to transition him to a... Dude, right okay, back, but... even I'm going to go back all the way to Brooks Lennon. Why Why did mm. we get rid of him? Why? We, we were like, it's okay, like... I feel like him and Aaron Herrera are like the exact same kind of player. And, you know, if we could have... I think... Go on, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, we could have transitioned one of them to play on the right, one of them to play on the left. We would be so stacked right now. But instead, we sold Brooks Lennon. We sold Aaron Herrera. And Brody's good. Like, don't get me wrong. But now left back is our weakest position. I think that Brooks Lennon is a perfect fit for Atlanta because they suck defensive. True, yeah. I don't know that he... I think if he were on our team, we would be complaining about his lack of defense abilities. He's great getting forward. You can't deny that. And he provides a lot of good service for Atlanta. But Atlanta concedes a lot, too. And that's just kind of their identity as a team. That's why he's a good fit there. I don't know that he would be a good fit for this team in state. Yeah, okay, whatever. But, you know, yeah. I guess I agree with you. <laughs> um, okay. So, RSL is going to play Leon August 3rd. Leon won their group with uh, the Galaxy and um, Vancouver. I'm looking up this what the actual stats right now. Yeah, they tied against Vancouver and won the shootout. That was the shootout that went like to 19. Oh, penalties. Wow. Impressive. And then. They beat. Was the other team the Galaxy? In the uh, group, they beat the Galaxy one to zero, I believe. So they did just enough, mm-hmm. but like they didn't look dominant really mm-hmm. in either of those matches. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch both of those games tomorrow at Dang. work while I'm working. <laughs> I'm gonna watch those games. I'm working hard. <laughs> working hard or hardly work. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. A good dad joke. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, they're, I know that they're supposed to be like one of the powerhouses in League MX, but it does not look like they're on the same level as like Monterey, for example, because Vancouver is a decent team. Galaxy are not a decent team. And if you're going to beat the Galaxy 1-0 and then tie Vancouver, that seems like a pretty beatable team from RSL's perspective. What Wouldn't you say? Yes. I think we win this one. I think it'll be tough. I do think <laughs> they're a good team. A and they're just experienced, if nothing else. Like, they won CCL last season. So they might not be the most talented team in the pool, but they play smart. Um, but I think we should be able to beat them. Yeah. For sure. I think we have more talent. And they haven't so played our, our, at the Riot. I mean, yeah. America First Field. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. Are we talking fortress. League's Cup now? Just in general? Let's... Let's go ahead and talk about RSL's path out of their their group. Because I think it's worth mentioning. Because I didn't realize this until you said this. But Leon, so first match they have to play is against Leon. Winner of the CONCACAF CCL. So they're good. Second match, if they win, they're going to play the winner of LAFC and Juarez. Which... Probably will be LAFC. Mm-hmm. Um, 
winner of the MLS Cup last season. And then, if they win that, they have to play the winner of the other section, which will most likely be Tigres or Monterey. And... <laughs> which are probably the two top teams in League MX. I So actually, if I had to rate the League MX teams based solely off of League's Cup play... Uh-huh. <laughs> And off of what everyone is saying, I would put Monterey first by a long shot. Yeah. Then Club America. And then Tigres. And then Leon. So, so we have one, three, and four from League MX in and our. And then also LAFC. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. So yeah, I. The most likely scenario is we play Leon, then we face LAFC, and then we face Monterey. But it could be Tigres. And either of those matchups, very, very difficult. So. Yeah. So it's not an easy path. And I mean, honestly, in an elimination knockout round, it's never going to be an easy path. Yeah. Um, and in tournaments like this, the, the thing is that, like, these games are being played on short rest from here on out. Mm -hmm. And so other teams like Philadelphia who played DC in the first round and then the winner of New York city FC and New York Red Bulls. Come on now. And then they either play Pumas, Queretaro, Atlas, or the revolution. Like that is a much easier group to make it out of yeah than ours and even if we make it out like we're gonna be tired because these are gonna be hard fought games mm-hmm. so and maybe because you talked about an article that you read where like they they predicted like who has the best chance to win the whole thing maybe that's why they don't think rsl has the best chance to win the whole thing because their their section of the tournament is so difficult like, I thought that at first, but then when after I read the article, he, he didn't say anything about that. He just no. said that he literally, his exact words were, we looked hopeless against Monterey, which I really disagree with. I'm I like, thought we I'm looked... I'm like, dude, did you watch the game, though? Like, I don't know that he did watch the game. They just, I, that bug, like, the supposed analysts don't, like, because mm-hmm. if you watch that game... RSL most definitely had chances, and that's why I appreciate. I'm glad that they're assigning, you know, one, you know, one announcing pair to um to each group, and I'm assuming they're going to do something similar with this. But um, mm-hmm. I, I appreciated Maurice Adu and whoever his announcing counterpart were. They mentioned that that during the Seattle game that like, yeah, Monterey had you know they they scored three times but rsl also had chances and i appreciate yeah. that because i mean they clearly watched the game because they were calling it but like anyone who watched the game saw that rsl had chances that they were they were supposed that they should have put away and mm-hmm. to to just you know look at the score and say yeah they they were hopeless that i don't know that just shows that you're not doing your job as an analyst. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I said my piece about it. I was like, no, you're wrong. Like, <laughs> uh, that just butters my biscuit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, it, uh, it is a tough path. But we get to play, like, the best teams in North America, so... That's fun. That's kind of fun. And all of them would be at America First Field except for LAFC. Right. So. Yeah, this is a good test of where we're actually at, I think. And that's kind of why I'm excited about it, because regardless of how we do, like, we had the 11-game unbeaten streak, Mm -hmm. and that was fun. But a lot of those games were against, like, the not-great MLS teams. And now we're playing the best of the best and we're seeing how we actually measure up 
we're seeing so if we, we have a chance to compete like for example if we were to like we were to make it to the ccl like would we be able to compete this is going to be a good indicator of that right or are we going to be like austin and lose to some what was that violette <laughs> <laughs> and get knocked out oh, like immediately this just keeps getting better and better yeah yeah <laughs> ever since then austin has been on a downward trend i forgot austin. about that that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny so you want to be able to actually like do well once you get there mm. because if you get there and you just fall flat on your face it's just embarrassing yeah <laughs> so um so yeah, um, what's your score prediction for Leon RSL? Mm, three to one. Ooh, RSL. I'm gonna say two to one. Yeah, I think I think it'll be close, and then we get like an Anderson Julio yeah goal to put the game away when they're pushing for the equalizer type thing. Like I th you I think you have to admit that RSL is better than both Vancouver and uh, the Galaxy at this point. And if that's any indicator of how Leon's going to perform, then I think RSL yeah. should have this in the bag. On paper, I think we're the better team, but with sports there's always that unknown yeah. factor. So Leon also didn't play a game. This, they're on a full week of rest, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, right? we both are. Yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah. yeah, because the last game was L.A. Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So they are on a full week of rest, just like us. So, um, yeah, um, and we are fully healthy outside of. Holt and Krylov, I believe. We got Brody think, and Silva back, I think right? Brody and Silva should be back, so Sweet. I'm expecting them to start. Best 11, best 11. Yeah. Ooh, here's a question. What is our best 11? Oh, easy. I've got it locked down now. Okay, I'm, I'm ready for it. McMath, Brody, Silva, Glad, Anelli, uh, Luna, Ruiz, Ojeda, Saverino, Arango and Musovski. Dude, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Isn't it great mm -hmm. to have a clear cut best eleven? It is, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like the two that I guess like Vera for Silva is probably fine. Yeah. Um swapping out one of the midfielders, like Ojeda or Ruiz, probably fine. Um I w I'm gonna disagree with you there. I think Ruiz 100% needs to be there. If you swap out a midfielder for Ojeda, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I guess that's what I, I agree with you that Ruiz okay. is best 11 for sure. Yeah. Um, And then Musovski. You could probably throw Krylock in there and I'd be okay with it. Sweet. But yeah. Well, I'm going to watch the game. And all of you should also watch the game. So it's mm -hmm. gonna be fun. How about MLS though? They they came Just, in hot the final day. Sporting KC knocking out Chivas. Yeah, <laughs> so so let's talk about that because I still like there's still this perception, at, at least among Liga MX fans, that Liga MX is just you know head and shoulders above. Um, MLS and that it's just it's just, you know higher quality soccer and I think that this tournament has proved that that's not the case wouldn't you agree yes I mean it's just one tournament I but, guess that's and, true but like the gap has never been smaller between yeah. the two leagues mm -hmm. and honestly I would say they're basically neck and neck you can argue you know which one individual team is the best out of the two leagues mm -hmm. i think it's monterey but like if you're taking the league as a whole 
the entirety of League MX, the entirety of MLS. It's a toss-up. You know, I don't know. On any given night, Toluca could beat Nashville, and Columbus can beat Club America, and Monterey can beat RSL, and Sporting KC can beat Chivas. You know, like it's... Yeah. (laughs) And... Fairly even. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just interesting because I think kind of what we decided was that the, you know, the, the top three or top four best teams are probably better than the top four best teams in MLS, but the bottom tier teams of Liga MX are all below, you know, or like the, the middle of the pack in MLS is better than the middle of the pack in Liga MX. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I mean, it does appear that there is that discrepancy there. I mean, look at Monterey versus, I don't know, who didn't make it, who lost every single one of their games. San Luis. San Luis, Puebla. Yeah. Chivas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, literally every single social media... I Chivas was trending on Twitter after they lost that game. Like everyone was just crapping on them. MLS fans and League MX fans. Because the MLS fans were like, haha, Chivas is out, and all the League MX fans were like, You're an embarrassment. You're the child that (laughs) that I'm embarrassed to be seen with, you know? Like Yeah. Nicaxa, Tijuana, like Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The and but, you're, you're right. This is just one tournament, and they're all they're playing all of their games away, and there's all that nonsense. But I think this is kind of the first time that they've actually like played and like shown this in any meaningful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I will also say the tournament isn't over yet. So if like six out of the final eight teams are League MX teams, that's not great. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. And they that... put they put three of the best League MX teams in the same group. So uh, true. <laughs> they're they're all gonna knock each other out because like, yeah, I don't even know at this point if it's possible. I mean, I guess it's still possible for there to be an all League MX quarterfinals, right? Or in all Liga MX semifinals. Semifinals, yeah. Like, America could definitely make it out of their section. Monterey, Tigres, Leon could all make it out of ours. Um, Pumas is probably their best bet out of the... What is that? Central? Uh, the Central region, the one with Philadelphia. This, but that's yeah. weakest by far. You've got Atlas... Um, Kara. Kara. Well, who do you think would make it out of the South? The South? Would it be Cruz Azul or Mazatlan? Well, technically, Pachuca. Oh yeah, I oh yeah, I was like Pachuca got the buy, so they're the ones with the best chance. But Mazatlan, well, Mazatlan was supposed to be bad, and then they they beat kind of looked good, like they beat. They, they just won beat their Austin. group, so that's, that's not impressive. Anyone could beat Austin. Well, Austin and FC Juarez. Um, but yeah, Cruz Azul didn't look too. They didn't beat Juarez. They won on a penalty shootout, so I guess they technically beat them. But oh, I didn't realize it went to penalty shootout. Yeah, but yes, it is possible. But yeah, yeah, Pachuca Pumas. One of the three from ours and Club America. That that's their best bet, and that's possible. That could happen. Yeah. Well, um, what was I gonna say? Um, I will say, I was a League's Cup skeptic at the beginning, but I will concede that it is cool that you've got two leagues. That really have nothing to do with each other. They're, the only thing is that the, the leagues that the countries are in are neighbors. We have two leagues 
who are competing in a tournament. Every single team in the league is competing in this tournament. And I don't, I don't know if that's ever been done before. Um, I'm not aware of, so. of, of a tournament in which that's been the case. So that's at least cool. And that's at least, you know, first of its kind, whether they have needed to stop league play to do all of this. We'll leave that up for debate, but that, that is, this, this is a, you know, one of a kind tournament in that sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I don't really have anything else to say. It, it would be cool to be... get one of the, oh, what? I was going to say, you don't want to bash the Liga MX teams anymore? Nah, I think we got it. We'll bash Leon once we beat them. <laughs> we'll go on the, <laughs> the Reddit threads and be like, you guys suck. You know, it's, the the ref doesn't call fouls when the other team's just like way better than the other team, you know? Yeah, I'll because that makes sense. Type, I'll type insulting things into Google Translate and send span. <laughs> kind of be cool say, like that. I want to see you do that. I think that'd be really funny. Uh, I would probably like be not understandable. It'd be terrible. I bet. <laughs> also, dude, this it's a thirty-two. Like there are sixty-four teams in right now. No, yeah. 32, 32 teams. It says it right on the thing. There are 32 teams in right now. That's a lot of game. Like, I, there's not another tournament out there that's like this. It's like March Madness, basically. Yeah, that's why I am enjoying it so much, I think, because similar to March Madness, the, the way the tournament's set up, I feel like i have a vested interest in mm -hmm. almost every single game yeah. like normally you watch your team and it's like the mls regular season games between eastern conference opponents i don't care yeah really because it has no effect on rsl but when it's mls versus league mx well now i'm rooting for all the eastern conference team and because we uh, all hate Columbus. Mexico. <laughs> wow. Whoa, whoa. That escalated quickly. You turned this into a race thing, Josh. <laughs> no. I I'm just, just joking. Yeah, I just like the Columbus um, Club America game. I was super into that. Yeah. And it, that was an exciting game, too. But yeah, it was good stuff. No Lucas Zellerayon, no problem. That's another thing. Maybe we can talk about that next episode. But uh, the Saudi League is now poaching MLS. Wait a whoa, whoa, wait a second. I thought I was reliably informed that the Saudi League was so much better than MLS. Why would they possibly need MLS players to go play in the Saudi League? Because they can. <laughs> I want to know how much they're paying Columbus for him because he's 31 years old and he's still a great player uh -huh. and a designated player. But you have to think that like Columbus only let him go because the offer was just ridiculous. Well, I, I saw somewhere that it was around a six million, seven million dollar transfer fee. Huh? Which I, I mean, doesn't sound like, I mean, 10. That's, that that's one Chicho Rongo, but um, um, right. But it's a 31 year old player on a yeah, you know. Well, less did of you, a career Did you see that they're looking to sign Diego Rossi? Yes. So yeah, that could be why. There's a lot of there was a lot of like last minute MLS transfer news. Yeah. But oh, I forgot that the windows closed because. Galaxy was trying to sign Chucky Lozano. Are you sure it closed today and not I'm tomorrow? I'm pretty sure. It closes the first of the month, I thought. I don't know. I could that be wrong. Sounds right. That sounds uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought I just saw someone post today, like, with 24 hours left in the transfer window. 
Maybe. Blah, 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 blah. So maybe, maybe today there's Today is day. the last day. Today is the deadline, kids. August 2nd at midnight. That's hmm. when the things are due. That's when your paper's due. Nice. Homework. <laughs> Time to do your homework. Uh, um, okay. Well, actually, I don't know if this episode is actually shorter, but it's, we can probably wrap it up. It's huh? marginally shorter. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even have a game to talk about. We just love ourselves so much. But we got some league-wide stuff in there. That's fine. Yeah, but this is not here at MLS, this is here at the Riot. No. Oh, dude, we didn't even talk about the women's national team. Oh, how they suck. Talk about drama. Yeah, how they suck, and how after they, like, barely got through the group stage by drawing against Portugal, they were all, like, celebrating and dancing, and then Carly Lloyd went on national television and totally, like, tore into them about, like, how embarrassing it was that they were dancing because they barely advanced on goal differential or something. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't win like, the group, right? They didn't even win the group. No, I don't think they did. Wait, no. They won once and drew twice. I know that. Was that enough to win the group? Not if well let me just look it up, brother. Yeah. Um But I just thought it was funny. Spicy drama. And then yeah. in that same video after Carly Lloyd stopped talking, Alexi Lala started talking and I had to turn it off. <laughs> literally netherlands beat portugal and vietnam so, so they they yeah, did not win the group. they, they barely the advanced yeah like yeah they're not gonna win it they don't see, look like world cup winners see, for sure this is why this is why it is a dumb marketing campaign to say can they win it again let's see can they go for the three-peat it's mm -hmm. dumb because if you don't win, you look stupid. <laughs> and then... Yeah, that was the other thing that everyone was making fun of. The mm -hmm. fact that all of the marketing campaigns were like, oh, we're the best. No one can even get close to us. And then, then we look like garbage. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, but yeah, I heard that their, you know, their betting odds went down to win the whole thing. Like, dude. England, we can't lose to the English women. Come on, guys. Come on. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to be American if we lose to the English women. <laughs> Japan won all three of their games. You're like, I'm revoking my citizenship. I'm There's done. <laughs> there are still games yet to be played, but Sweden will most likely win all of their games. Like, We play on. Sweden. Oh, what? In the knockouts. Bruh. Pretty sure. This is... Are they all done? No, it's not decided yet. Is it's... Sweden in our group? No. Sweden plays Argentina tomorrow at 1 a.m. Oh. They haven't why were... the group. Why were people saying that we're playing Sweden? I clearly well, haven't. Most likely, Sweden is going to win their group. Mm. Unless Italy can beat South Africa by 11. I'm putting money on that. <laughs> the oh, odds okay. have to be amazing put in ten dollars win ten thousand italy needs to beat them on goal differential so if argentina beats sweden by like six and then italy beats south africa by five then they would also beat them hmm. but yeah no that's i'm embarrassed by the uswnt that's all i have to say <laughs> all right now i really don't have anything else to talk about that's fine Damn. that's okay um well yeah let's let's just end it here then okay yeah Thanks. well, well yeah yeah dude. see you next time yeah. after brian ojeda plays the best game of his career and scores a hat trick because he was just signed permanently yeah, they call it the, the contract bump. Boost. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye.